Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunch. here the whole weekend with me. You haven't done anything. Yeah, I want to see the Eiffel Tower, Mama. Yes, poor Betsy hasn't gone anywhere or done anything. Well, the important thing, Aunt Effie, is your health. Now, won't you let me call a doctor? Some perfectly strange French doctor? Oh, Aunt Effie, there's an American hospital here in Paris. Let me call Certainly them. Certainly not. I don't need a doctor to tell me I've got a backache. I know I've got a backache. Doesn't the heating pad help? Really? Nothing helps. Oh, well, <laughs> my, my life is certainly ironical, isn't it? I came to Paris to kick up my heels, and it looks more like I'll be turning up my toes. <laughs> oh, Aunt Effie, now you're not going to die, and I'm not going to leave you, Aunt Effie. So stop talking about it and stop worrying. Gee, oh, Mommy, can't we even go over to the Eiffel Tower? No, dear. Daddy should be back this morning from his weekend business trip, and if he can spare the time, I'll see if he can take you to the Eiffel Tower. Now, I'll have breakfast sent up to the hotel room here so Aunt Effie isn't left alone. Dear, now, don't worry about me. I'm... I'm fine. True, summer's on the wane, but here are tidings that will make the return of autumn positively gleeful. September 28th, we'll repeat today. September 28th will be an important day in our CBS radio schedule. It's the day Arthur Godfrey returns to action. Arthur Godfrey time will get its head fella back. The man with the mischief built right in. Won't it be wonderful to be on hand for Arthur's first broadcast after his long absence? Remember, Monday through Friday, beginning September 28th, listen once again for Arthur Godfrey time, starring Arthur Godfrey himself. And beginning the same day, don't miss the new weekday program of Gary Moore. With a brand new five-a-week comedy show, Gary will be returning to the medium that made him famous. Get company by his tall-in-the-saddle sidekick, Derwood Kirby. Remember, September 28th, the day Arthur Godfrey and Gary Moore return to CBS Radio Row to join Burns and Allen, Art Linkletter, Amos and Andy, Andy Griffith, Bob and Ray, and the rest of our great new listen roster of stars addressed stars. Oh, hi. Hey, where is everybody? Hello, dear. Finish your breakfast now, Betsy. Daddy's back. You want anything, Aunt Effie? Just call. Well, hi. Well, how are you? How's my girl? I'm fine, dear. Give me another one. Have a nice time. Nice time? 
Well, I didn't go for a good time. I went on business. But since you asked, I had a perfectly wonderful, scrumptious time. <laughs> oh, you did? Boy, I was sorry you weren't with me, all of you. I hated to leave you alone in Paris all weekend, but it was business, so I... Did you make out all right, honey? Did you, did you have a good time, anyhow? Well, we didn't do much. I'll tell you, I this Monsieur Corday, honey, now, now, would you have guessed that he's a millionaire? No. I don't know. I only met him briefly. He must be worth millions, this fellow. You should see this this house he's got. He had a party on Saturday. I think everybody but me was a counter, counter, something or other. I thought you were supposed to be on business. Yeah, yeah, so did I. I thought he would never get around to discussing business. Every time I'd bring up the subject, he'd talk about something else, you know, anything, art, painting. So there was nothing I could do but just go along with it, you know. Uh (laughs) Believe me, I learned something about dealing with Frenchmen. You can't high-pressure them, no, sir. Not like an American. A Frenchman will only discuss business when he feels like discussing business. Uh-huh. Well, I'll I tell want you, to we tell discussed you everything. Literature, music. Mm-hmm. I mean, you never know this guy manufactured machine tools. We, we discussed everything except that. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, Crazy, uh, Oh, you know, the, you know the funniest part? Yes. Betsy and I have been cooped up in the hotel here all weekend. Why? Well, Effie got one of her backaches, took to her bed, won't have a doctor, and that's really didn't want to leave her alone. She's just got a backache. You know anything. Yeah, I'll say I do. No sympathy when somebody else doesn't feel well, but just let her get the least ache or pain and she... Be quiet, not so clear. The connecting doors are closed. Okay. You just waited on her hand and foot all weekend, I suppose. Oh, huh? a heating pad yeah. and a drink of water. Then she wants her glasses and her fountain pen so she can write postcards. Uh-huh. And it's been even worse for Betsy. Nothing to do, nobody to play with, and she is dying to go up in the Eiffel Tower. Oh, well, You're sure, sure. She, she's me... got to do that. I thought maybe you could take her today. Look, I know you're in France on business, but since you have just spent two perfectly wonderful, scrumptious, exciting, marvelous days all not right, discussing all right, business... All right, I might have known you wouldn't understand. I do understand, but I think you should want Betsy to see something of Paris before we leave for Italy, dear. And yes, all right, I, I know. Right. Okay, okay, okay. I've got I'll an appointment later on this afternoon, so I'll... Take Betsy to the Eiffel Tower this yeah, morning. And Notre Dame, too, if you can squeeze it in. Okay, Notre Dame, yeah, too, if yeah, I can yeah, squeeze yeah. it in. And buy the little book that they have for sale and tell her about things. You know, don't just say, well, there it is. You know how you <laughs> no. Okay, sweetheart, okay. I shall take Betsy on the Grand Tour de Paris. <laughs> Betsy, you are now standing under the famous Eiffel Tower. Aren't we going up in it? Oh, yeah, sure, but let Daddy tell you about it first. Now, here. The Eiffel Tower was finished in 1889 and weighs 7,000 tons. There are three platforms. The first at 187 feet, the second at 377, and the third at 898 feet. It took 300 builders to put it up using 2,500,000 rivets. On, on the first platform, there's a restaurant. Can we get something to eat? Uh, yes, you can get something to eat. All right, there's no sense reading your wallet. Come on, let's buy our tickets. Oh, boy, it's a windy day, huh? Here, wait a minute, honey. Let, let, let Daddy hold you up so you can see out all over Paris. But aren't we going up to the top? Well, now, look, we were on the first platform, and Daddy agreed to come up to the second. Now, that's quite far enough. I want to go all the way to the top, Daddy. Oh, well, look, sweetheart, that, that's the thin part of the tower up there. Those cable elevator cages rattle up there anyhow. Are you scared, Daddy? I'm scared? <laughs> Silly, no, no. Daddy's not scared, but I 
We're up far enough. Oh, please, Daddy, please. Oh, Daddy, look how high we're going. Daddy, look. Up the eyes, Daddy. Oh, Daddy's looking, honey. Oh, uh uh-huh. Oh, I love it. I just love going up so high. Don't you, Daddy? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, 898 feet. Oh, Betsy, look, you see that little tiny building way way down there, that little tiny thing? Well, that's Notre Dame. That's where we're going next. Dame, one of the most famous churches in the world. They started building this in 1163. Think of that, honey, and it can hold 9,000 people at one time. Ah. The, the, the twin towers you saw from the outside rise 225 feet from the ground, and they are thought to be... Can you a... go up in them? No, no, no. Now listen to Daddy, will you? This is very educational. Why can't we? Well, they, they, they don't have elevators. Now, now pay attention. Goodness knows when you'll ever get to Paris again. But we can walk up, Daddy. Oh, no, no, no. I, I don't think we can, dear. Now, now be, be quiet, will you, as we walk in further, because I want to... Yes, we can, Daddy. I heard that lady over there ask somebody if she could walk up, and we said yes. Yeah, well, I... I... See, Daddy? There's a sign. It says, There's the South Tower. Oh, please, Daddy. Let's walk up to the top, please. Oh, I... I... Look, honey, how, how would you like an ice cream cone? Oh, yes. Okay, when we get back outside, I'll get you an ice cream cone instead, huh? Oh, no, Daddy, I want to do both. Goodness knows when I'll ever get to Paris again. Oh. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. School bells are ringing all across America. But are our schools really prepared for the national bumper crop of two million extra children expected to enroll... Many are not. Some entire school districts will be hopelessly inundated by the prospective flood tide of new students. Others, thanks to careful planning, are ready. The difference between good, adequate, and inadequate schools is reflected clearly in the planning or lack of planning done by individual communities. Is your community facing the facts and ready, or will your children be shortchanged at a time when it's more important than ever that America remains strong on its educational front? If your children are among those who won't get full, rich schooling this year, there's something you can do to see that this situation never confronts them again. You can work with local organizations planning for better schools. To learn how to get started, write Better Schools, 9 East 40th Street, New York, 16, New York. That's 9 East 40th Street, New York, 16, New York. down on the bed without even taking your shoes off. Well, I think I'm dying. At least I'll die with my boots on. I hate to bother you again, but may I have a glass of water? Oh. Yes, just a minute, Aunt Effie. I've got two patients in here. How do you feel, Betsy? Any better, sweetie? No. Oh, how many hot dogs and ice cream cones and chocolate bars and heaven knows what else did you let her have? I bet you keep this towel right beside you on the bed and you let Mommy know. You know, if you... 
Poor baby, look, she's the one who dragged me to the top of everything. Didn't I tell you that when you wanted to bring her to Europe, didn't I? That's exactly what I said, you remember? No, you remember? No, I said she'll want to go to the top of everything. You said, now, what do you mean by that? Well, now you know what I mean by that. Mm. You know how I hate heights, anyhow. The cable cars and that Eiffel Tower are like the... Well, up to the first and second levels, it's like riding sideways in a birdcage. And the one that goes up to the top, that, that, that dinky little thing rattling up there. When we got up there, that, that's where my hat blew off. My hat, 15 bucks blown away. I wish you'd get up so I could at least turn the bedspread down. Uh, I, I don't dare get up. i got to rest. <sighs> Listen, here, look, look here. Feel, feel my heartbeat. Yeah. Here, here, here. 400 and some steps we climbed to the top of Notre Dame. 400 and... I like it. It was fun. But I don't feel good. Hold my hand, Mommy. Yes, darling. Mommy's right here. If you're getting her some, bring me some through, will you? <laughs> I never dreamt when I finally got to Paris, I'd spend it in a hotel room playing nurse for three people. Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you rest up, dear, so you're ready for Italy. I understand it's quite a climb up to the top of the leaning tower of Pisa. Oh. <laughs> Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Ellen Bunch with Margaret Hamilton and Francie Myers and is produced by Walter Hart.